0: The math professor basically opened my eyes mm-hmm. to the fact that I could do what I actually wanted to do. I had never even dreamed of doing HR. You know, within three months, I'd, I'd asked her to marry me.
1: That your wife is right behind the camera. Right? That's right. And she's coaching you. Yes. Right. Okay. So I have in the studio with me, I wish this was my was my studio. But hmm. Eric, I want to thank you for taking the time to do this. No, thank you. I've known you ever since both Ray and Alan were like, Alan was like two,
0: four? Was he how? Three. Four? Yeah. Three, I four. Think,
1: yeah. And Ray was, how old? She's she two. was six. She was six. Yeah. And she's graduating from college now. That's right. We've
0: been here for a long time. Yes, we have.
1: When were you born? Where were you born?
0: I was born. I was born in Virginia, okay. uh, but at age two, I moved to Michigan. My father's work took us to Michigan, so okay. I grew up in Michigan.
1: How many siblings do you have? I have two older brothers. So you're the
0: youngest of. I'm the youngest of three. Three. Yeah. And what's the age difference between you and the oldest? Uh, two years, and one in the middle. We're we're consecutive what? years. Yeah. My, my parents were very busy. Your father's shotgun kind effect. Of <laughs>
1: Are your parents doing okay? Are your parents all Uh, They both
0: passed away. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. All right. What about your brothers? Are they doing all right? They're doing fine. Are Um, they still in Virginia? uh, The eldest brother is in Virginia, Mm -hmm. and uh, the second one is in Alabama. Okay. Yeah, and I'm in Tokyo. All
1: right. Now, you lived all your life in Virginia? You You said you were moved
0: there because your father...
1: Uh, We moved to Michigan. Michigan. Okay.
0: Um, I was born in Virginia. Most of my relatives are in Virginia. Okay. Um, But my father's work took us to Michigan when I was two. Okay. Um, So they were, my parents were transplanted Virginians. Mm -hmm. Um, My brothers and I are Michigan people. Right. Um, But my brother, eldest brother, is now working in Virginia just by coincidence. Mm -hmm. So he's Mm -hmm. back there. Uh, And the other one is in Alabama. Do all of them have kids like you? No. uh, My eldest brother has a daughter. Okay. and like, the other brother uh, did not have children. Okay, yeah. all, right, all
1: right, all right. So what was it like when you were growing up
0: in Michigan? cold not out on the lake <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, i i love the great lakes see i know you had to i mean if yeah. you do at least love it or hate it yeah, exactly because in the winter time i'm telling you what that wind comes across those lakes
0: yeah now we lived in lansing michigan which is okay. like in the middle of the lower peninsula so it's mm-hmm. very nondescript very flat mm-hmm. not very scenic and the winds do come howling uh in the winter um right. so I, I was content when i was young but uh looking back there wasn't a whole lot not a right. lot of stimulation, except for the Great Lakes, which I adore. What did you do? What was your stimulation? Um, besides the Great Lakes? Yeah, I mean, but in the Great Lakes, what
1: did you do? We you fishing or was it because you were water skiing? Or oh, were
0: swimming, you? dune climbing dunes, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather was a park planner for the Interior Service, okay. the, the Department of the Interior, and he specialized in lakeshores. So mm-hmm. Sleeping Bear Dunes, National Lakeshore, he planned that park. So that's the part of Michigan we would go to, and just, you know, the big dunes and everything were uh, thrilling. Yeah. How
1: were you with your brother? Were you, were you really close with your yeah. brothers? Yeah,
0: yeah, we were very tight. Um, lots of photos of the three of us together. Because, you
1: know, a lot of families sometimes they think, like, fighting's natural. Did you have a lot of that? Did you fight a lot? Or
0: were you guys... Uh, not much. I mean, I, yeah, sometimes if I was irritating, my elder brother would put me in my place. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, no, we were, we were very, very tight. Okay. All right. So what other things did you do outside of the lake? Outside of the lake? um, Well, I was preoccupied with music. uh, Piano. As a child, I... Was it just you or were your brothers the same way? Um, the the second brother, the middle brother tried uh, the piano and then he gave up, but I stuck with it and ended up majoring in music in college as an undergrad. So do you
1: have a piano at home now? I don't. Have you ever heard, Misa, have you ever heard him play? Is he good? <laughs> Talk. I don't want to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's an honest critic. <laughs> so, so, wait, wait, so, so, you played for how long?
0: Oh, I played. Well, you know, I, I majored in it right. in college uh, classical performance. But you
1: started when you were how? Seven. Old?
0: Seven, and yeah. you played all the way through, and you still yeah. play sometimes now? Well, I don't have an instrument, and I got busy you know, with career and kids and things like that, so I haven't played much lately, that's for sure. But, wow. I, I, but I love music. Okay. Yeah, and um, our son, Alan, has now taken up the guitar, and I'm really happy about that. Have your kids ever seen you play? No. Have they ever heard, really. not seen you, or seen you or heard you play? I don't think so. Yeah, when I think about it, no, I don't think they have. So that that's a whole part of my life that they don't even know. Which is Let really me
1: ask you this. I mean if I had a piano, if I could get you a piano, mm-hmm, like this evening, could you play a little something? Would you be willing mm. to? Very little. Okay. <laughs> just, which is a little. Yeah. it's been
0: it's been years and years. All right, okay. said, all right. So my kids have never heard me do anything like that before.
1: Going through school going through school were you involved in sports
0: well uh, up, up through high school not I, I did track um, and recreationally I played a lot of basketball mm-hmm. um, I tried baseball but I just couldn't hit okay. uh, but yeah I liked I liked sports in general I just wasn't I, I I was in the band too and so I did marching band at the football games do it playing what trombone is that right so you trade so you can play the trombone as well yeah well, and that's another one I haven't played in years, but Alan learned the trombone as well. And I, my father played the piano and trombone, so we, ha- we have this generational thing going. Uh, what, about his, what about his father? Did he play any instruments? Uh, no, Your grandfather, he didn't. No. So okay. it started with my father. All right. And Alan didn't take up the piano, but he took up the guitar and he also plays the trombone. So there, there's,
1: the lineage is continuing. There you go. Now what kind of music do you enjoy when you play the
0: piano? Uh, uh, classical, basically. Classical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what do you listen to? I listen to a lot of different things, mm-hmm. but I, I like classical a lot.
1: That's what you, that's your go-to?
0: Yeah, that's my okay. go-to. That's, that's where my musical roots are. But then also, um, I like jazz, I like world music, uh, and my kids have introduced me to a lot of modern music that uh, you know, I've learned to listen to with an open mind. So <laughs> I listen to a
1: lot. Yeah. Right, that's interesting. Yeah. So, when, so, so when you finished college, you finished with a music degree? Yes,
0: that's correct. And then what did you do with it? Not much.
1: <laughs> so once so you, you left college, what was your first job? You um,
0: so my first job was um, working in the graduate library. I went to the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I graduated and I, I got a job in the graduate library during the day so mm-hmm. that I could continue practicing at night and then maybe trying to do like accompanying gigs and things on the weekends. Um, And I did that for a couple of years. What kind of gigs? Well, like uh, a violin recital that needs a piano accompanist. Okay. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, Singers, whatever. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Still in the classical realm. Right. Um, I went to a couple of um, international festivals where I was able to learn from, you know, fairly established accompanists, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I thought maybe I was on a career path at, at that point. But things changed. How?
1: Tell um, me when that happened. just give me the story.
0: I want to hear that um, there are a couple of things i I broke my wrist doing what um, I, I just fell I, I had like a dizzy spell and fell in, in my own apartment I, I blocked my fall and broke my wrist How old were you so when that happened How old I was twenty one maybe um, okay. I'd already graduated right. um, and I was still you know trying to play. Uh, And and I couldn't play for six weeks, and that had never happened since I had been seven years old. You'd always play every Uh, day, almost virtually every day. Right. Yeah. Um, So I was forced away from it, um, and then coming back, it was really hard um, because you know your muscles atrophy and all Mm -hmm. that. So um, it kind of forced me to look around, uh, looking myself probably. Um, But I also was frustrated because it's a tough, a tough um, profession, uh, and. It takes not just skill and talent, which I may not have had enough of either, but it also takes luck. Um, and I was frustrated in that there were other things I was interested in that I just couldn't do. I was working full time, I was practicing, I was trying to be a musician on the weekends, and I had other dreams that I just kind of what were those neglected. Dreams? What were those dreams like? What? All sim- Share something. Just a simple dream. I just wanted to live overseas and learn a foreign language. That was one? Yeah.
1: What spurred that on? Where would you get that from? Some movie you saw or something? Uh,
0: from my brothers. What so, did they do? So when my the, the middle sibling mm-hmm. was 14, um, he went on an, an exchange program over one summer to France and he came back basically fluent. Um, well, it sounded fluent to me I at the time. It, I hear, I hear. Um, and he went on to become a a Professor of French and that's why he's in Alabama at the University of Alabama. I mean he is fluent um, so he did that and then uh, the eldest brother um, joined the Peace Corps and was stationed in French-speaking West Africa and he learned French. so I had two brothers who could speak French and I couldn't speak a second language and I <laughs> what age what age were you at this time? Oh, this is um, this is still like early 20s early 20s yeah and
1: you're feeling frustrated because you had your two brothers that were really doing well in a second language. Yeah, and I
0: didn't have one and for some reason that was important to me. Had you
1: ever left the United States? The Um, continent of the United States?
0: uh, No, I hadn't. Um, At 21,
1: you hadn't left. Yeah,
0: my first trip was at age 21. It was one of those music festivals. It was in Geneva, Switzerland. Mm -hmm. And that was my first trip out of the continent of the United States. Yeah. So, um, So, but then the sibling rivalry kind of kicked in and I I said, okay, I'm going to learn a language. Well, before that, I decided, you know what, I'm not going to pursue a career in music. Um, You know, I I had been forced out for six weeks and I was frustrated and I realized, you know what, this is just not for me. I'm not happy. Um, And uh, I remember having a conversation with somebody who was uh, watching one of the recitals that I accompanied. Um, This person was, I think, a, a math professor at the University of Michigan, we just liked music. And, uh, you know, we were talking and he said, so what's your dream? I don't know why he asked me that. This is a stranger I met for the first time. Um, and I said, yeah, you know, someday I'd like to, I'd really like to learn Japanese. Okay, by this time, I've kind of skipped okay, a wait. couple steps. Are you steps sure? Later. You must have. I'll, I'll, g- I'll come, I'll come back to that. to Japanese. Yeah, I'll, I'll come back okay, to that. Okay, okay. Um, I skipped a couple steps. But, you know, he and I, he said, so why, why don't you do it? And he was the first person who just said, do it. Everybody up until that point said, well, yeah, but you know, you're a musician and you gotta keep, stay here and you gotta keep practicing. Uh, he was the first person who just opened my eyes to the fact that I could do it if I wanted to. Okay, why Japan? Um, so in, okay, there are two, two influences. Um, my father uh, was a professor of English at Lansing Community College. Uh, But one of his summer jobs was to uh, go out to Michigan State University and teach English as a foreign language. And his students were Japanese English teachers. You know, Japanese school teachers who teach English in the school system, who would come over for the summer and get an intensive course. And he delivered those courses. So I was exposed to Japanese people from a very young age. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I I just, it was interesting. I, you know, I wasn't obsessed or anything, but I'd had that contact. Fast forward to university, uh, School of Music, at University of Michigan, uh, and for some reason there were like six Japanese students also studying piano, like me. I don't know why. Um, well, usually you come for a specific teacher, right, um, or a professor. And was he? Was he? You had that. Person there were several of them, okay. the, and I think these students were probably recruited by these professors, you know, okay. to join their, okay. their 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 teams, if you will. Um, so. I was exposed to uh, Japanese people on a regular basis after that. Um, and you know, even though my wife's here, I did have a Japanese girlfriend uh, uh, at that time, too. And you know, his wife is here, so I just want you to know that I she's hearing me. this, so I'm not
1: going to edit this at all. Right. She's going she, right. to... She knows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, obviously, that's a big influence, too. Right. Um, now this is... Now you're you two. Yeah. Um, no, I was, I was actually quite young. I I graduated high school at sixteen and sixteen and started university just before my seventeenth birthday. So okay. I I graduated at twenty. Okay. So this is late teens up to twenty. And then, All this took place. Yeah, and then after I graduated is when I spent a couple of years trying to be a musician, and that's when the math professor basically opened my eyes mm-hmm. to the fact that I could do what I actually wanted to do, um, and that was the moment I made the decision. Okay. I'm done trying to be a musician. Now I'm going to study Japanese.
1: All right. So then, from there, you started studying Japanese mm. at the same
0: university. Hmm? What happened? Okay. So what I need to know. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> yeah. In retrospect, there's no logic to this at all. But um, <laughs> uh, so I was, you know, I was there in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Great town, but it just felt really small, and I just needed a new environment, and so. One of uh, my former sort of classmates, he was, he was a Ph.D. student, I was under underclassman, but a friend of mine uh, had an apartment in New York. Um, his parents were retiring to Florida, and he wanted a roommate. This is a rent-controlled apartment, uh, no less. Uh, and he asked me if I was interested, and I said yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I had the opportunity to move to New York. So I just moved there. But you're still studying music. No, I'd already given that up. So, so
1: wait, you hadn't graduated from college yet? Oh, no,
0: I had. This you had degree. Oh, this is after you graduated. Yeah, yeah. With your degree yeah. in music. Yeah. And this guy who I knew from university, he, he, he had already graduated too. We both okay. already graduated. Right. Right? He, asked, he said, I, I need a roommate. You want to come to New York? And you,
1: you, you, to do what? What were you going to do? I didn't know. Did um, he know what he was going to do?
0: Yeah, he knew what he was going to do. Okay. So, what did you end up doing? Well, um, I knew that I wanted to study Japanese, but mm-hmm. I also just wanted to live in New York. I wanted to get out of the Midwest. I wanted to be in a big city, um, you know, country bumpkin dreams, right? Um, and so I got there and I just started looking for jobs. Now, i mentioned that I'd worked at the Graduate Library of the University mm-hmm. of Michigan. I found a job uh, at Merrill Lynch doing exactly the same thing I'd been doing at the University of Michigan Graduate Library. And what were you doing there? Um, It was managing subscriptions, okay, so it's it's you know administrative work, okay? That's okay. Yeah, Um, but just happened to be on Wall Street instead of in Ann Arbor Um, Which is kind of unusual? Uh, So I found that job after about six weeks. Um, I was getting nervous as my money was dwindling that you know I had to pay some rent and all that but I finally found the job and Like maybe the next month. I started studying Japanese at the Japan Society in in New York And, And I loved it all right How long that last? Um, I stayed at the Japan Society for how many months? I can't remember. Maybe four months or so. And then I uh, learned about classes at Columbia University um, for adult education classes, and so I enrolled in one of those. And I was there for a couple of years for Japanese, a year and a half for Japanese, just Japanese. Okay. You know, so I was working full time, and then instead of you know, doing the piano at night like I was in Ann Arbor, now I was studying Japanese. And you didn't touch music at all? Well, m- my roommate had a piano. He was a pianist too, right? Okay. So I had a chance to, you know, Every now and then you still could, fiddle yeah. around. Yeah. right? Right. And were you able to get pretty much up
1: to speed even though you'd broken your ribs?
0: Yeah, but by that time it pretty much rehabilitated. Okay. And I was, I was playing fairly regularly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was his apartment and his piano, so I had to... You know, pick my times, but right, right. Uh, he didn't mind, and so yeah, I, I was still playing at that at that point.
1: Okay, so why are you so you went through this Japanese course? When did you start feeling like you were really proficient? And let me take, give it a real try.
0: Um, right, uh, I, I did well academically in that class, okay. um, and so and and I just studying was fun. I, w- I was looking at textbooks on the subway as I was commuting. I mean. I was, it was total geek mode, um, <laughs> right? Did you, were you into, like for example, Japanese comic books, too? No. What were the books that you used to supplement what you were... Uh, it, was, it was mainly just the textbooks themselves. Okay, you enjoyed um, them. Yeah, I did. Um, and going to sushi restaurants. Uh, there are a few in Manhattan uh, to practice right, yeah, right. With, with friends. Um, so, yeah, I did, I did that for a couple of years. Um, but I knew I needed to go to Japan. Because that was part of the dream, right? It wasn't just to learn a language; it was to live in a live outside the U.S. Because right. both of my brothers had. <laughs> That's always in the back of your mind. It, it keeps That's coming, back that. coming back to that.
1: <laughs> when did you When did you guys get together? They knew you were studying Japanese, or did you keep that kind of? No, I let
0: them know. You let them know. Yeah, and it, you know, I was basically telling them, "I'm going to learn a language more difficult than French. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, that was a whole different structure." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. My
0: goodness. Um, so. I, I felt fairly confident um, by the time I you know finished the course, and um, one of my professors recommended that I apply to the JET program, which you may have heard of, uh, Japan everyone, Exchange and yes. Teaching Program. Mm-hmm. Um, that program started in 1987, um, and I applied and was accepted in 1988. So, second year mm-hmm. right. of the Students, existence yes, of the program. Right. Um, um, she recommended that I apply, and so I went to the, the consulate for the interviews, the consulate in New York. And in the final interview, she showed up. She was there to test the candidate's Japanese. She never well, she, well, she was Wait, she was your teacher. One of my teachers. And she didn't she even... Didn't tell me. And so in the final interview, okay, now we're going to test your Japanese. And I walk into the room, and there mm-hmm. she is. <laughs> so what she did? She said, she said Eric, you, you got to pass. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. She, she, she put worked. you through the... Oh, she put me through it. Yeah, um, and I wasn't I wasn't sure how I did Because <laughs> when, when you finished, she
1: didn't give you any she, no, indication no, whatsoever. Nothing.
0: Yeah, but but she was smiling So I, I that was a good sign So then I learned uh, just not long after that that I got the got the position um, To and do what? To I know you're in the JET program, but I mean what were you so, gonna be assigned to do? uh so back then they called them aet's assistant english teachers they now okay. call them assistant language teachers ALTs, um because they do other languages besides mm-hmm. english but back then it was just english so i was going to be an aet for four junior high schools four middle schools in rice farming country in yamanata prefecture by how well the initial missus laughing why is miss laughing
1: Why is she laughing at that? I have no idea. She's not from Minata. Where are you from? Yokohama. Yokohama. That's what I thought, Yokohama. She's a city girl. I know she's a city girl. I used to always tease her about you guys living out there in Chofu
0: where the chickens are. You remember that? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Waking up the chickens in the morning.
0: Uh, And the initial contract was for one year, but um, I renewed for a second year. And then that was the limit um, back then. You you can stay longer now, but back then they limited you to two years in the program. Okay. and so I was still in full geek mode because, you know, I was trying to assimilate, trying to, you know, learn the language and learn the customs and be, be like Japanese. be Japanese. And in a way, I had to because I was the only non-Japanese in living in that town. You know, small town, but you know, twenty thousand people in the town and one non-Japanese. One yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right. Well, certainly one Western foreigner. Okay. There may have been some Asian uh, people okay, there, but right. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know um so i you know i I was doing that for a couple of years contract ended i didn't want to go back to the u.s it's like so so, um i enrolled in a an intensive japanese language program in a language school in kyoto uh it was through a a connection of my father's um remember he was connected to japanese teachers right he also um there's so much to this that's out of that's okay. we we'll get we we'll get work somehow. Out of sync. Um, he and my mother also came to Japan six times for three-month stints in which he uh, taught U.S. students who were here in Japan on a special kind of work study program. How
1: old were you while well,
0: he was doing that? How so I, then? this is when I was, um, uh, geez, that would be, well, it started when I was like 20... Oh, so later in life. Yeah, so it was later in life. Oh, okay, but it was before I went to Japan. So it started like maybe right around when I was twenty. So could your father speak Japanese? Oh, he learned a little. But I mean, mm-hmm. but Not after much. you. Um, did you learn first, or did your father learn first? Uh, my father learn? came to Japan first. Came to Japan first. Right. And picked up some Japanese first, but I was the first one to study it kind of intensively. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so. I've, I've lost my train of thought, because I've given you mm-hmm. too many different strands at the same time. No, that's okay,
1: but so you're saying your father started this program where you had oh, people come Oh, yeah. In, right? the, uh,
0: this, this program was... Um, uh, Japan Adventure was the name of the program. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan and Shiga Prefecture are sister states or prefectures. And so, Gladys Community College would send students and professors to uh, a town called Shiga, which is the capital of the prefecture. So, two capital cities in the two states and Shiga prefecture is famous for Lake Biwa, Great Lakes. So, you know, there are all these connections there. Um, And these students would work on this party boat, basically, the the Michigan, uh, like a steamboat, uh, steamboat shaped boat uh, that, you know, sailed on Lake Biwa. But they would also have classes. And so my father came over to teach these students three months at a time. There were other professors who did it too. They had a a whole roster in a rotation. Mm -hmm. Um, and so uh, they had, had actually lived in Japan a couple of times before I did. But I was studying Japanese. Okay? So finally, in uh, 1988, I made it over here. They'd already been here a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So everybody in my family had lived abroad except me. Except for you. Until, Until 1988.
1: 1988. <laughs> so then they did. You came over here, you met me, you had two kids, and no, I'm just <laughs> going. <on. laughs> That's a fast forward <laughs> I ever heard one. No, I'm not going to do that now, no. no. Oh. I'm not gonna, just kidding. So you came over here in 88. Yeah. And then you stayed for four years because you were with the jet program. Two years in the jet program. I thought they let you extend for another two. Years. Oh, oh I I, it was one year, and they let me extend they extended for a for second year. Three. And then you said you didn't want to go back, so
0: then you went to Kyoto. Yeah, and yeah, I'd save some money in those two years. Right, Not right. Not a lot to spend your money on in Yamagata. Right, <laughs> <laughs> um, vegetables, right. <laughs> exactly, and sake. That's um, right. And so I was in this intensive course. It, it was oh, meant man. for students who want to get into uh, Japanese universities, mm-hmm, but you know needed to pass a Japanese mm-hmm. test. So I did that. Um, I did it for about three months. One of my goals was to be able to read a newspaper at the end of the course, and I could. Uh, but I was also out of money. But I still didn't <laughs> want to go back. Okay. So this time I found a job in an English language school. Okay. So you may have heard of ECC Foreign yeah, Language School. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but I found it in, in Tokyo, not in Kyoto, because I wanted to live in Tokyo. I lived in New York, next was Tokyo. Okay. Right? I conquered New York. Yeah, now I gotta get yeah,
1: the that. real, the mecon. Yeah, exactly. I gotta, right? I gotta get <laughs> big it. Mikan. Make a big mecon. I gotta do it. <laughs> so you came to Tokyo. These were you. This was intentional. You really yep. wanted to be
0: in Tokyo. Yep. Okay. Yep. I didn't have a career path, but I just knew I, where you I wanted to go. Studied Japanese, and I was going to live in the city I wanted to live in. Um, the one thing missing was what am I going to do for my for the rest of okay. my life? Okay. So what happened? So I, I started working for ECC as an instructor, but in less than a year, they asked me to come into their HR department, because um, the the guy who was managing the, the foreign instructors was going to leave, and they thought I might be a good successor. I had never even dreamed of doing HR, um, nor, and, and never really been in a leadership position. It was all new to me, but I thought, maybe I should take take up this opportunity and see mm-hmm. what happens, and I really liked it. Um, and so I found myself coming out of geek mode I was using Japanese a lot but now I was focusing on you know business HR mm-hmm. uh, recruitment contracts uh, employee relations scheduling all of that stuff and I was doing it in two languages um, because the instructors I you know did it in English and then I interfaced with the school staff mainly in Japanese um, and I found myself really having a good time um, and I thought, okay, this is what I want to do. So I f- finally, it was a very circuitous route, but but you got there. I got to HR in a sort of global or multicultural setting, at least bicultural mm-hmm. setting, and and that's pretty much where I've been ever since. And because you really enjoy that, because I'm
1: just assuming because you were able to do, use both of your languages, right? Keep your identity, but yet yeah. still be with the culture that you love being with.
0: yeah. yeah.
1: That is so neat.
0: Yeah, in retrospect, it all looks well planned out, but it wasn't. It was all just an emergent maybe strategy. It maybe
1: it was, and you just didn't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm not a religious you obviously. Exactly. maybe it was. Exactly. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So, Misa. Misa also worked at ECC Foreign language. There we go. The I time. want to know where the contact
1: was. <laughs> <laughs> she has a, a girlfriend.
0: About that. The, is that the other girlfriend? It was a different one. Wait, wait just a minute. <laughs> There was the college sweetheart, but then okay. this, was, this was, you know, older and born. Okay, born older. Kind of thing. All right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but that, that relationship ended. Okay.
1: Um, you kids know this? Yeah. Do Ray and Ray and... We don't hide. Ray and Alan know. Okay, yeah. you guys know
0: that? Okay, I just want to know because you're going to see this. <laughs> <laughs> <Go on. laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, I, it was almost a love at first sight kind of thing. I and mean, That'll oh, embarrass great. me so, but um, there was just something. Um, there was an aura that I didn't when see. When you saw her at UCC, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But, what, what department were you in? I was in the, uh, the
0: education section.
1: The Asian section? Edu- education. 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 So what were you
0: doing? What were you? I was what? making a textbook. I organized the, the courses, English courses, and business English courses. Okay. So wow. that that was the group that was responsible for creating the materials that this, the teachers and students used in the schools. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was in HR. Um, but our offices were on the same floor and visible to each other and, okay. and, and
1: yeah. So uh, you have to speak a little bit louder, just, just in case this doesn't pick it up well. So you were over there and you were seeing, you were seeing Eric. Did you did you know that he was Googling you and <laughs> before, Google was out then, I think it was already out, so. I,
0: I didn't have any interesting gaijin. At all? At all, so.
1: Especially with blue eyes, right? Mm. No. No. Hmm. no. Really? Zero. Zero. Yeah. So how did you how did you make that? Yeah, that's a good question. How, how many roses
0: it? did it take? <laughs> 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 well, it was it was very interesting. I you know I broke up with that uh, previous girlfriend and uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Well, I was in Japan, um, and I I just asked her. You know, do you want to go for dinner? There were other. Actually, there were friends who kind of got us together in the same place at the same time. But um, I asked her for dinner, and I still think of it as the first date. She just thinks of it as a free dinner, um, <laughs> and that hasn't changed <laughs> over all these years. Um, but you know, within three months, I'd, I'd asked her to marry me. And
1: what, what did you say? What did you? You obviously said yes, but did you say yes then? Actually, I did not understand the.
0: Yeah, the, when I proposed, I, I guess she thought it was a little too ambiguous, and so she we talked on the phone the next day. and She said, "Did you propose to me yesterday?" Wait, wait, wait!
1: How did you do it? What did you do?
0: I'm just curious. I, I just, I, you know, it was it was in Japanese, but it was just I, I, it was something like I can't I can't envision my life without you in it. Oh. Something like it wasn't. Will you marry me? It was you're right, you're right, right. right. I, I it was, was a little abstract, right? Yeah, it was a little abstract. That you're right. It should have been more concrete so okay. it was a little too abstract <laughs> and she said hmm
1: but your english where did you learn english she so
0: hmm. never studied english she, she yeah. learned it on the job at you know at e- ECCC yeah.
1: pretty and much. then through you and through yeah. marriage
0: yeah is that right
1: yeah so at the beginning it was kind of hard because you had to hear it all the time so that's the first thing yeah. you, you you got over your nervousness of listening to it mm. and then you said maybe i should try a couple of words like what did you say? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Excuse <me? laughs> um, That's beautiful. Yeah. So then how long did it take? You proposed three months. Yeah.
0: And uh, uh, no, not three months. we, we uh, had uh, dates for about three months. Yeah, yeah, right. I thought oh, there were yeah. dates. Um, <laughs> and I proposed in August. Or was it early September? August. August. And uh, next day, next day I, I found an apartment. And... Well, the next day, I confirmed my ambiguous right. statement was actually a proposal, and then she didn't say no. Um, and, and so then I found an apartment, and uh, she moved in in October, and we were married in December. Had you, had, you, had you met her parents by that time? I, uh, she introduced me to her, her mother. Her father had already passed away by that time. Mm-hmm. But um, Before you got married? You, you yeah, were yeah. More? But she never met my parents. Not right. until after we were married. But, but
1: I'm sure with their experience in Japan, they had no problems whatsoever, zero. Yeah. And plus, you learned the hardest language of all, her, all
0: their sons. Yes, so. <laughs> I won the <laughs> Sipping rivalry. Mom sent me that ring. Since you, her ring, it was her mother's. Oh,
1: ring. wow! Yeah. And then you, oh, you had to rub that in your brother's face, huh? Would your wife get <laughs> to your older brother's? I bet she, she didn't get Wait, yeah. did he get mom's? Did she?
0: Did he get his mother's ring? Um You're they didn't man. get they, they got other other heirlooms they were really important. But there. but um, I was the first to get married in my Oh you the were the first. I'm the youngest but I was the first to get married. Wow. Yeah and so um, yeah. So we got married and that that winter vacation, she went to the US for the first time. We'd never been there before. And uh, we all met uh, where my the middle brother was working, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So, the first place she went in the U.S. I couldn't any English. <laughs> was Tuscaloosa. It's kind of hard, huh? <laughs> I couldn't. Anything. Um. We we did take a, a day trip or no we took a side trip for a couple nights to New Orleans so we did get to see you know one of the jewels of the South right um, but Tuscaloosa was kind of uh, was a really tough special. introduction uh, especially for a Yokohama Tokyo <laughs> tell me, city girl tell me about it wow yeah. so
1: then you had so you've been married for how long now
0: thirty
1: three years oh no I've been uh, thir- no, no you've I've been, been in Japan thirty three years, years so. but you've been married for 20 something years. How old is Ray? Because I'm
0: sure you had it right away. Yeah. Um, 27 years. 20 years yeah. 27, 27 years. I always wait because she never gets it right, and I just wanted to test it. Um, but yes, 27 years. 27 years.
1: Yeah. Now I met you when you were working with Disney and HR. Right.
0: Yep. How long did you work with Disney? So tell me the, the the companies you worked with. It was ECC. ECC, mm-hmm. and then uh, once we got married, and thought, talked about having a family. We agreed that I should probably work for a bigger company and maybe an American company or at least a multinational. Um, that seemed like the next step in, in my career. Um, and um, she definitely wanted kids. I was coming around to the idea. Um, and that's uh, one thing led to another. And I, I applied to a position at Disney and I got it. Um, so I moved out of UCC and into the, the world of multinationals at that point. So, how long did you stay with Disney? stayed with Disney for 20 years. I was going to say, you had been there for a long time. Very long time. And oh after uh, starting with Disney, that's when uh, Ray was born. Um, started with Disney in 97, Ray was born in 2000, and Ellen in 2003. So just boom, 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 boom. boom, boom, boom.
1: Yeah. Wow. And so from Disney, now you're. With the company you're with now? Or
0: yeah, there? A ne- there were a couple in between. Okay. Um, it's very interesting, you know, 20 years with one company and then um, suddenly I, I got very active after leaving, so uh, I spent a couple years with Hyatt, Okay, uh, and then about a year with Ferragamo. Um, I got my shoes there. There you go. Uh, and uh, while I was at Ferragamo, a former Disney uh, colleague of mine, actually somebody I had hired way back in the late 90s with Disney. Uh, contacted me uh, by text saying, hey, I hear that Warner is looking for somebody for a new project. Um, And one thing led to another. Um, I ended up going through eight interviews and uh, got the position that I'm in now. So it's with uh, Warner Brothers Studios, studio tour Tokyo. It's a new attraction that's being built. Okay. And so it's getting where's, where's it going to be located? Uh, it's where it's in near Ikebukuro. It's where Ekebukuro. the Tosh- Toshiman used to be. Okay. Toshimayan, it's Toshimayan. Oh, it's going to be in that space. In that space. Yeah. Toshiman. Toshiman. going to be taken down. Yeah, it's already it closed a couple of oh, years ago. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. And the construction is actually going at a very fast pace right did now. Did they
1: expand it bigger than Toshimayan or is it going to be just in that space? It, it's in that space, space, and
0: it's actually not the entire space because some of it will become a public park. But mm-hmm. um, okay. our part of the space is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I get uh, I'm back in sort of a hands-on HR role back in the themed entertainment industry, which I really liked. Um, I didn't think it would happen you know at this stage in my career that I'd be involved with a new build project like that, but right. it's very exciting so uh. so that's where I am now.
1: Do you plan on being in Japan indefinitely? Yeah, I guess. I, I, I want to remain flexible. She just saw the way she looked at you then.. <laughs> <like laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the way Misa looked at you like. So. Yeah. She said, I don't know what he's gonna say, but I know Misa, are you gonna be here indefinitely?
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So the answer is yes. Okay. Um yes. I mean, I think like you, I've lived more of my life in Japan than i did. Your whole adult life has been here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you've been here for thirty three years, yeah. it's longer than you it's longer than you lived anywhere else.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so this is home. You passed that. Tell me about it. Right? <laughs> What's what's interesting is um, having the two kids here, uh, you know, bicultural, bilingual, um, you know, uh, mixed heritage kids, uh, having them go through an American education at, at the American school, but living in Japan um, with a, a Japanese mother and an American father um, has really kind of taught me a lot about what, what is identity and what is home and uh, for me Japan does feel like home and, and I'm, ac- I'm really comfortable with that idea now. It, it wasn't always comfortable. Um, what's really interesting though is to watch Misa, first of all, who's never lived outside of Japan. She's totally flexible about where she li- where, where she would live. She says she's going to be in Japan indefinitely but she actually has told me she's flexible. I know she is because she lived out in tofu. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah, and she just come to she just come to the class with flower pants like only nakabon <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I could not believe it.
0: Yeah, mud on her like, shoes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but they. It's funny. They they've just uh, taught me a lot. Now I'm watching them. They they grew up in Japan. They um, they look more like non-Japanese than Japanese, as as, as you may recall. Mm. Um, And so nobody thinks they're Japanese, right? But they feel Japanese. It's where they were born and raised. Um, They're both now living in New York. Um, Ray is in her fourth year there. Alan's in his first year there, Um, and they're comfortable. I think they think they're comfortable there. Ray definitely is. Okay. Alan seems to be. It's just been four months, but Mm -hmm. so far so good. Um, But I'm just interested to see where they call home eventually, and you know, at some point. If we want to join them there, maybe we would, mm-hmm. uh, but right now I think we'll stay here. I, I should say that they both insist we stay in Tokyo because they want a, they want a home base here. I hear you. Yeah, so yeah. we would have to get their permission to leave Japan, I think, Oh yeah.
1: That's wonderful. You know something, Misa, before before you wrap this up, because I want, I want your husband Eric to say a few things. Can you let us see what you look like so people can at least see you in the yeah. podcast beside him? Just come beside him and say, and get close to his head and give him a kiss on his cheek or something. (laughs) Okay, no, no. (laughs) Okay, there you go. This is you This is why. You can say, and she's right beside him now. What would you like to end with? What would you like to end the podcast with? Well,
0: we should say thank you, love. Thank you for all you've done for our family. Oh no. no, no. Oh my. We're not finished. We're not finished. Good.
1: We haven't finished. finished. We finished. We so much more. Let me make sure that you're in this frame. Oh, good. You're in the frame. I'll be able to get to you I'm in the frame. But no, we have so much more. But you've been such one. You've been one of the best families I've had to work with, honestly, oh the whole time. No, really. You've always been pleasant. Mika loves you. You've been fantastic. Your personality from the beginning, because as you said, when you come here, I think you learn a lot because you and I come from a country mm. that is built on... Diver- not diversity, it's the best country in the world to be honest. The thing is, you come here and you realize it's not a, its not an ethnical issue, it's a human issue. Right? Right. That's what we start to learn. Yeah. The Japanese don't learn that because they're still in their society. It's wadi wadi. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that makes a big difference. Oh, wow. Yeah. But thank you so much. Oh, thank you. As always. Thank you, so Mister. <laughs> I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like, subscribe, and never forget, it's all on loan. Continue to reach for the stars, and you're too blessed to be stressed.